circumstances it is because of our own ignorance of happiness because if you know the knowledge of how to be happy then irrespective of what is your external circumstances or internal circumstances you know how to be happy because happiness is an art in this material world but in the spiritual world it is very natural that is why we thought 
this is an important topic and we should know the fundamentals of happiness because we are all trying to be happy but unless we know the fundamentals i think we will be lost there was this uh, one lady one day she decided that she want to go shopping and she was on a shopping spree so she went to this grocery shop then you know she went to the vegetable market then from there she went to this uh, cloth stores and then from there she went to a restaurant and from there she went to a jewelry shop and all day long she was shopping and shopping and shopping she spent so much money and as she was carrying her bags back to the car as she was walking she realized where's my child and she sees that she is not able to see the find the child so she is now frantically searching here and there running all the places to find her child she goes to the vegetable market and asks who oh, have you seen my child no 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 i have not seen maybe you should go to the cloth store she goes to the cloth store oh no we have not seen you maybe you should go to the restaurant from restaurant no no we have not seen probably you should go to the jewelry shop and everywhere she goes she doesn't find the child then she is back on the street with full of fear and anxiety and there she sees one sadhu sitting there and she goes and asks have you seen my child sadhu says your child is not here you go to that lake nearby and there you will find your child you look into the water you will see your child there she is like what are you kidding i was here all day long in this market in this close to this mall how can my child go to that lake which is far away you go there if you have faith in me but because she was anxious and no other way she had already found all these places so she thought okay let me go and she goes to this lake and just like the sadhu had mentioned okay just go and look into the water you will find and she goes and looks into the water to her surprise she sees that the child is there in the water not the child but the reflection of the child what happened all day long she was actually carrying the child on her shoulders but she did not realize that the child is on the shoulder it looks little hey, how can it be possible but this is exactly what is happening to us that child is happiness we are trying to look for the child sometimes going to a cloth store oh i want to buy this cloth oh this those this fits very nice this dress is very good for me and there you are said okay not just this you go to a restaurant and eat nice food and then we go there we want to be happy finding happiness in a restaurant eating nice food stuffs but then we eat for some time but we really truly are not happy there then we go to some jewelry shop we go to here there and we are continuously looking for happiness in so many different varieties and it will continue like that unless we meet a sadhu who will tell us go and look into the lake what is that lake that lake is this shrimad bhagavad gita when you look into the lake you will find happiness 
when you look into bhagavad gita this is like a mirror it will show you who you truly are where is your happiness lying this bhagavad gita will show us but we have forgotten bhagavad gita and we are looking for happiness everywhere else other than our own inner self and that is a problem and that is why there is anxiety what is happiness in our understanding we want to increase the pleasure and decrease the pain increase the pleasure decrease the pain that is how we define happiness we become more happy when i increase my pleasure and decrease my pain how are we all happy by the way what makes us happy or how do we derive happiness what makes us happy Now come on please tell me when you think something and it happens okay good so you're thinking and it happens and you it makes you happy good what others okay sometimes we derive from the happiness when our child achieves something or some achievement which we planned like okay you have planned something uh, or or something which happens with my child it makes me happy okay yeah actually we have certain desires and expectations from our children and when those expectations are fulfilled through our children we feel happy so that becomes the source of happiness not exactly desire but sometimes it is like some something a child has done it brings us happiness that is also okay just the sheer fact that it has done something extraordinary you feel very happy so your source of happiness is your children okay wonderful what else what makes us happy when you achieve something uh, in your professional career or uh, when your uh, family has achieved like she said when you near and dear ones are happy also with their happiness you feel happy yeah so professionally when we are promoted from one level to another level or we have really uh, cracked down something a big problem in the office and yes that was fantastic really wonderful i could sort it out so that gives us happiness yes what else yeah if uh, we are very healthy then it makes us happy and meeting people also makes me happy yeah just meeting people makes us happy meeting the happy people <laughs> some people yeah. also makes me happy okay that's good dinesh sir what about you dinesh sir is just uh, hiding himself <laughs> i feel happy when i come back to the office when i see <laughs> just enough you know just come back home and just be at home and that makes me happy and friday evening is the happiest day weekend is coming so if we analyze uh, all the statements that you have just given what about you shishma vadhi she didn't answer i'm happiest sunday thank you sir okay but what makes you happy when i saw my family look after my children Makes me, I think, servicing, giving service to somebody. Fantastic, wonderful, very nice. I appreciate that. Kavi Mataji. I'll be happy to see myself how I am. Just to see yourself how you are. Okay. Internally, externally. <laughs> Both. How about you, sir? Good time. I'll say I don't have any expectation from anybody. 
you don't have any expectation and no expectation you will happen in india okay without expectations okay keep on fulfilling your responsibility responsibility okay just by fulfilling my responsibility it makes you happy I think mother is that's like the first statement so you see look around and analyze this statement yes sir when we are practicing higher knowledge of life then we do then we achieve happiness more so knowledge gives us happiness right so if we now analyze all this broadly speaking all this we have discussed now fall into four categories one is our sensual pleasures pleasures or happiness that we derive through our senses just like eating some nice food you know wearing some nice clothes and i look into mirror oh i look so beautiful yeah just looking one like bhogi mata ji said i you know just to see the way i am i feel happy so pleasures at the senses at the level of senses second is happiness at the level of mental level like madam said that you know just satisfaction you have done something and you thought of something and that actually came true it makes you happy mentally oh i thought of it and thought thought is what it's at a mental level and when that gets fulfilled and you see that happening that gives you mental happiness when you go to office and sort out a problem and you crack down that yeah this is how it should have been done that that is at a intellectual level happiness right and then there is happiness at an ego level we will discuss what is that and then there is happiness at the level of spirit so we have different levels of happiness and we are trying to acquire these kind of happinesses all the time but we should understand the nature of happiness that we derive through our senses through our mind through our intelligence through our ego and finally at the spirit level we should know the nature of happiness so let us analyze the very first level that is happiness that we derive through our senses how many senses do we have five senses what are the senses eyes ears eyes ears nose touch taste okay we have five senses krishna says in the bhagavad gita that when a sense and sense object comes in contact when a sense and sense object comes in contact it gives us pleasure have we not experienced this i have a tongue and when i take the gulab jamun which is the object of the tongue i take that and i put it on my tongue when the gulab jamun touches my tongue i get happiness similarly when i go to a movie and i am watching the movie my eyes are coming in contact with beautiful forms on the screen my eyes are coming in contact it is giving me pleasure i am listening to nice songs when the sound is falling on my ears nice soothing sound it gives me pleasure i am in a nice air conditioned room and it is not very hot not very cold it is giving me very good pleasure to the touch skin so when a sense object is in coming in contact with the sense it gives pleasure is it not 
कृष्णा से भगवत गीता इन द फिफ्थ चैप्टर ये ही संस्पर्श जाब होगा दुख यो नये आज अंतवंत कौन थे या नतेशु रमते संस्पर्श जाप होगा दे आर कमिंग इन कॉन्टेक्ट दे गिव यू प्लेजर बट दुख ये they are giving you dukkha why krishna is saying they are giving dukkha when actually it is giving me pleasure when i eat a gulab jamun it is giving me pleasure but why krishna is saying that he is giving dukkha it is giving dukkha because once that is over that pleasure is gone what if i have 10 gulab jamuns in front of you so oh, but then it will accumulate for the city and give us later a lot of troubles dukkha e vai yonate आदि अंत बंत कौन थे आदि अंत गुलाब जामुन गिव्स यू प्लेजर इनिशियली इन द बिगिनिंग बट दैट प्लेजर गोज अवे आफ्टर सम टाइम दिस इज कॉल्ड द लॉ ऑफ डिमिनिशिंग रिटर्न यू विल ऑल प्रॉब्लम नो वॉट इज द लॉ ऑफ डिमिनिशिंग रिटर्न इनिशियली द प्लेजर इंक्रीजेस एंड इट रीचेज सैचुरेशन It reaches at one point, and after that point, it starts diminishing. Like the same movie, if you watch first time, the kind of happiness, pleasure. After that, two, three times, they can see you don't feel like seeing her. Exactly. Now let us analyze. There is object, there is sense. Let us start with the tongue. I ate one gulab jamun; it gave me pleasure. If I ate two, it gave me more pleasure. If three, more pleasure. But fourth. Diminishing returns starts reaching saturation. Fifth and sixth, you will somehow manage. But eight gulab jamun, you will say two months from now, I'm not going to eat any gulab jamun. You just don't want to touch gulab jamun. What happened? Diminishing returns. And the same thing with the ears. One song you go on listening, nice song, nice song, nice song, but it will not give you pleasure after some time, isn't it? Duk kyu na ye bate? You say, oh, enough. same movie for eyes also you cannot see watch the same movie again and again and again not possible some people you know earlier used to go oh shole i have seen that 20 times 15 times but now no, you don't want to watch it it's okay i don't want to so every sense and every sense object if you analyze like this for example even ac if you are continuously sitting in an ac room for a long time you will feel suffocated you just want to get it How many? I don't know how many of you have travelled in a train, an AC compartment, from Bangalore to Delhi. Two days in AC compartment, you will really feel suffocated. Oh, I just don't want to. I just want to go and take some fresh air outside, right? So that is the state. Not just that. If you analyze, they are not just giving me temporary happiness, the senses, but the senses, these fellows, or all these five fellows. They are also giving pain to me. How? Any overindulgence in this sense pleasure gives me pain. I continuously watch lot of TV. I am taking lot of uh, screen time. Then what happens? My eyes are getting affected. The very sense through which you are enjoying is getting affected. I am continuously listening to some song using my earphones. 
the very sense through which I am listening, it is getting affected. Today, you see a lot of people having, you know, listening problem, hearing aids and all the use because that's the problem, continuous listening. So if I continuously indulge in sense pleasure, the very same pleasure becomes pain. Krishna says in the 18th chapter, sense pleasure is like nectar in the beginning. It's very nectar. Oh, I want to, I want to enjoy, I want to enjoy. But it turns poison later. But whereas sense control, tapasya is poison in the beginning, but becomes nectar later. That's why Krishna is saying sense control. And these senses are so powerful. They get so tempted, you cannot control them easily. And uncontrolled senses can lead to a lot of unhappiness and we can get trapped into something which is very terrible. Bhagavatam and the scriptures explain very beautifully this particular aspect. How our senses actually can trap us. They give us a very nice examples. Like for a fish, if we want to catch a fish, how do we catch a fish? We use the bait, right? We use the bait and the weakness of the fish is it has uncontrolled tongue. Moment it sees the bait, it wants to enjoy the tongue. Oh, my bait, my food is here. And it goes and grabs that food, but it does not realize that behind the bait, there is the girl which hooks it up and he's gone, he's trapped. What happened? Uncontrolled tongue. Because of uncontrolled tongue, the fish got caught very badly. Similarly, you have seen moths, especially in the rainy, rainy time, rainy season, you will see a lot of these moths, when they see a light, they all flicker, they'll all fly towards the light. And early morning you see them, they're all dead. They all go and strike. Sometimes when there is fire, they are so attracted, they are so tempted by the light, they just get into the fire and get burned themselves. What happened? Uncontrolled eyes. Uncontrolled eyes. And because of uncontrolled eyes, the moths lose their life. If a hunter has to catch a deer, if a hunter has to catch a deer, the best and the easiest way is play very nice music, very melodious music flute or something like that, the deer easily gets attracted and tempted and comes towards the source of the music, the hunter will shoot it and take it. Uncontrolled? Yeah. Because it is so tempted by the music, it loses its life. Yes. Bees, honeybees, they are so tempted by the fragrance of the flowers that they are intoxicated, they just from fly from one flower to another flower and sometimes there are some flowers which closes their petals and the bees stuck inside and they lose their life. Why? Uncontrolled sense of smell, they lose their life. And if we want to catch an elephant, how do the hunters catch an elephant, especially a very Honey trap. What they do is honey trap. They send a female elephant. Attract the male elephant and the female elephant is trained in such a way that it will lead that male elephant 
to fall into a ditch and the elephant is caught sparsha why because elephant wants to enjoy the sparsha of the female elephant it is uncontrolled so just imagine these different species they get trapped because of one uncontrolled sense fish is uncontrolled because of tongue the moth is uncontrolled because of eyes elephant touch honey bee and the deer one uncontrolled sense can lead to death what about human beings in our case Yes, but before that, now with this present state, all our five senses. What to speak of one sense? All the five senses are in control. Moment I see some poster of a movie, yes, I want to go and watch a movie. I see a nice pamphlet in my newspaper. Oh, new restaurant is open. I want to try out this restaurant. My ears are trying to listen to nice music. My tongue wants to taste something. All the five senses are running in different directions. Can you imagine the our precarious condition? That's why we have to be alert, and we are trying to be happy. We are trying to be happy by these senses. All day long, we are working so hard to derive these sensual pleasures. Can we be happy? Impossible. We want continuous happiness, but the senses are limited, isn't it? I can climb the Mount Everest. I can go to the peak of the mountain, peak of Mount Everest. That's a peak. That's the limitation. Beyond that, if I want to go still higher, I cannot because that's a peak. Same thing with the sensual pleasure. I may think, oh, it's beautiful it's nice i am achieving my material pleasures more and more but it has a limitation beyond that if i want to go it's not possible our desire for happiness is much greater than what these senses can actually give us but today's world everything is about packaging everything is about packaging i see especially you know this uh, you know lays we get these papers the packet will be so big and you think oh i can really fill my stomach and then you take this big packet but inside it will be just few of them and you really cannot fulfill your desire to the extent that you want to right it's all about packaging same thing material nature has packaged everything so beautifully we hope that yes maybe this house will give me happiness no maybe this car will give me happiness no no i will cook this particular food this will give me happiness but it will not give us it's all temporary so this is pleasure at the senses and it is non continuous so it cannot give us happiness the second level is the happiness at the level of mind there are some people who are not really so much about you know they don't care about eating sleeping watching movie all that for them especially poets they are so engrossed in creating new and new poets poems 
and then uh, they are into music some people are into music they want to compose nice music and they are so absorbed it gives them a lot of mental pleasure it is not uh, physical sensual pleasure but it is at a pleasure at the level of mind it gives them that kick when they compose something very beautiful so that is the at the level of mind then there are people who are very intellectual and they derive happiness through problem solving you you give them some challenges mathematical problem or any challenges they want to intellectually solve that any philosophical challenge any intellectual problem, they want to solve that that gives them a kick you know when in office especially these it guys you know they go and code and you know they are writing codes for solving problems and the moment they find a code for something it gives them a kick intellectual quick and that gives them happiness yes i got this happiness too that is at the level of intellect and then there is happiness at the level of ego and this is a very very strong and inherent uh, kind of happiness that we all have to some extent and that is how do i control people to rule and control we have seen in the history of the world there are so many great leaders and all these great leaders they derive pleasure not by eating good food stuff or going to a movie watching movie and nothing not even writing poems or solving some mathematical problems like scientists they derive pleasure by controlling others like hitler his greatest pleasure was he derived pleasure by controlling people they want to manipulate people's mind right so that is how you know people want to enjoy at different level at the level of senses at the level of mind at the level of intellect at the level of ego but the most important thing is we have forgotten the happiness derived at the level of spirit all these different types of pleasures are worth few paises the sensual pleasure is just five paise worth if you consider like that mental pleasure is 10 paise intellectual pleasure is 15 paise ego level pleasure is 25 paise that is the pleasure and we are just by getting this 25 paise worth pleasure we are thinking i'm very very happy prabhu i'm very happy everything is good in my life why should i be bothered if you go and ask a beggar on the street do you have money he will shake his box and oh yes i have money does he have money or no he has money but if you want to build a house will you go and ask the beggar for loan no it doesn't make sense because he doesn't have so that is what condition if you ask him if he has money yes he has money to that same effect if we ask anyone here are you happy yes we are happy but that happiness is worth few paise but bhagavad gita is promising us the happiness which is unlimited and we want that unlimited happiness we want unlimited happiness and continuous happiness but we are looking for that in wrong direction very beautifully bhagavad gita and the scriptures padma purana says how one who is situated at the spirit level happiness one who is a yogi ramante yoginonante 
सत्यानंद चिदात्मनी एंड ऑल द योगीज दे आर रमनते हाउ आर दे एंजॉइंग इति राम पदानेशु ब्रह्म परम ब्रह्मा भी धीरते दे आर एंजॉइंग प्लेजर एट द लेवल ऑफ स्पिरिट बाय चैंटिंग एंड ग्लोरीफाइंग द नेम्स ऑफ द लॉर्ड दैट इज एन अनलिमिटेड सोर्स बिकॉज कृष्णा एंड द लॉर्ड इज अनलिमिटेड व्हेन वी गेट इन टच विद अनलिमिटेड सोर्स ऑफ हैप्पीनेस वी बिकम हैप्पी बट वी आर नॉट कनेक्टेड राइट we are not connected right now we are looking after five paise worth happiness so we have to think about it what am i doing here i am in this world in this universe what is my role what is this whole universe all about what is my contribution or what am i supposed to do we should see the bigger picture and that bigger picture the blueprint is given in the bhagavad gita we don't realize this we are looking for happiness everywhere else other than bhagavad gita that's the problem once indra was cursed to become a pig and he took birth as a pig on this planet and as a pig he was enjoying in the dirt he was enjoying all the filthy things he had a wife pig he had a children pig and he had all the different associates who were all pigs and he was nicely enjoying indra and there brahma is thinking this indra this fellow he is the king of heaven he is supposed to rule heaven and there is curse and he is going there as a pig and he is enjoying in the filth so abominable right you know just seeing the pig in the we feel yet you know it's so dirty i just don't want to be there and this indra is enjoying the brahma says okay now i have to do something because there nobody is ruling heaven i should go and pull this indra back he goes brahma is asking indra indra you are the king of heaven come let's go to heaven and indra is saying oh brahma i cannot come i have roles and responsibilities here I have my family, I have my children, I have my whole community of pigs, I have to take care of them. You see the illusion of happiness that he has created. He is the king of heaven and here he is in an abominable place in a filthy place and enjoying. And he is thinking that I am enjoying. This is exactly what is happening to all of us. the perception that we are carrying oh i am truly happy but that happiness is a filthy happiness temporary happiness so we need someone to help us and make us understand that no 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 you really do not belong here but we are conditioned the pig is thinking i am enjoying this filthy place is nice if you call that pig in this nice wonderful beautiful house and give some nice halwa it will not like it it will say what is halwa my you know that filth in the gutter is much better than your halwa because it's a relative world the pig will enjoy in the dirt it will not like this how that perception has come in the pig oh i am enjoying the perception krishna says in the bhagavad gita that it is because of the three modes of material nature what he says satvam rajas tamasiti guna prakriti sambhava nibatnanti mahabaho 
Dehe Dehinam Avvayam. Krishna says in the 18th chapter, not 18th chapter, 14th chapter, 5th verse. What is he saying? Satvam Rajastamaiti Guna Prakarti Sambhavaha Nibatnanti Mahabhao Dehi Dehinam Avvayam. The translation Prabhupada says, Material nature consists of three modes, goodness, passion and ignorance. Sattvas, Rajas and Tamas. When the living entity comes in contact with nature, Prakriti, he becomes conditioned by these modes. Conditioned by these three modes. Just imagine if somebody is manipulating our perceptions, if somebody is manipulating our behavior, how bad it is. I have my independence to enjoy, but right from the beginning, I am conditioned to think in a certain way. And because of that conditioning, I cannot enjoy my full potential. How many of you have seen a big elephant, sometimes tied by a small chain? A big elephant is tied by a small chain and the elephant will never break the chain and go away. The elephant never breaks the chain. Do you think that the elephant doesn't have the strength? It has enough strength. Just by little push it can break the chain. But it is not doing so. Why? Because right from the beginning when it was born, it was tied with a chain. That time the elephant did not have enough strength to break the chain. Every time it tried to break the chain, the elephant was unsuccessful. Every time the elephant tried, the baby elephant tried to break the chain, it was unsuccessful. And every time when it was having that failure attempt, it registered in its mind, it got conditioned, I cannot break this chain. And even when it grows up and gets enough strength, it will not be ready to break the chain because it knows that I cannot break this chain. This is conditioning. This is how conditioning happens. How confident are we that we are not conditioned right now? How confident are we? We are conditioned by our education system. We are conditioned by our society. We are made to believe by our education system that yes, you can become happy if you get a nice, wonderful degree in this particular subject matter. If you can become happy if you get this job. You can become happy if you get married to this beautiful person. You can become happy if you have nice children. You can become happy if you have nice house. You will become happy if you have this car. It's all conditioning by the society and the education. Are we not conditioned? Yes. All this conditioning is directed towards one thing. What? Sensual pleasure, mental pleasure, intellectual pleasure, ego level pleasure. All are temporary. See the conditioning that is being done to us. And we believe, we believe that happiness means this is it. Nothing beyond this. Anybody has told us about, oh yes, my existence is beyond this body. Nobody has told us. Everybody has told us that yes, this is how you have to lead your life. Enjoying material happiness. But we are spirit, we are not matter. You know why mental, intellectual and sensual pleasure is temporary? 
because everything is connected to this body senses are connected to this body my mind is within the body my intelligence is within the body my ego is within the body and the body is temporary because one day we all have to die and moment death happens my identity is broken and all my happiness so called happiness is broken everything is broken yes that's what krishna is saying you have to transcend these three modes because sattva rajas and tamas are right now right now at this moment are influencing us right now when we are sitting right now the force of gravitation is working on us is it working or no right now the law the gravitational force is working on us that's why we are so peacefully nicely sitting here otherwise we would have flown right now it's working and acting on us but we do not realize you see the gravitation is working the force of gravitation is for working on us but we do not realize right now the force of time is acting on us is it acting or no every moment we are becoming old if just mom we go home we are old by one one hour or two hours we are the force of time is it not similarly the force of sattva the force of rajas and the force force of tamas is also acting on us we are not able to perceive but these three modes are acting on us right now and every time these modes sattva rajas tamas is changing to different proportions i am thinking oh right now i am a man i am a woman oh i go to office i am a particular project manager i am this i am that i am a mother i am a father all these perceptions are created by the three modes and krishna is saying go beyond these three modes because your identity as a soul is beyond your body one interesting thing these three modes sattva rajas and tamas can act only on matter and not on spirit what do i mean is gravitation force acting on the spirit no if this is matter right now this is matter if i open and drop it it will fall down because it is matter gravitation can act only on matter gravitation cannot act on spirit similarly time time has its effect only on body body is becoming old is the atma becoming old no because atma is sat chit ananda sat means what eternal eternal so eternal means what that means it has no effect of time oh what a wonderful thing it is what a revelation i am not going to be old because i am the spirit soul that itself will give me happiness see this is happiness this is spiritual happiness when you understand i am not going to die i am not going to become old i am not going to get disease Happiness it is because I am spirit soul. These three modes, sattva, rajas, and tamas, is not acting on the soul. It's acting on the body. It's acting on the mind. It's acting on the intellect. This is the secret of Bhagavad Gita. That is why this is the secret. We should read Bhagavad Gita. We should understand Bhagavad Gita. It gives us so much relief when you know that you are not going to grow old. You know that my body is growing old. You don't care. When my kurta becomes old, I don't care. I can buy another kurta, right? Just like that, my body is getting old. I don't care because I'll get another body. No problem. 
So that is the happiness at level of spirit. We should strive for this, this kind of happiness. But we are not. The problem is I have ego. I right now we are having lot of connections and bondages. Just to display, maybe Mataji, both of you can just stand up for a while. We'll have a small demonstration. Please hold your hand, both of you. And do not leave. <laughs> you can be a little closer. Shishma Mataji is the soul. And Suchitra Mataji is the body. There is a connection. There is a bondage between both of them. Right? Mataji, can you just get up? You push her. Push. Push. Yeah. Please be seated. Please be seated, Mataji. Thank you so much. The soul and the body, right now there is a connection, there is a bondage between them. Anything, any push that happens to the body, the soul is also getting that jerk. Because there is bondage. Actually, there is no connection between body and the soul. The soul is completely different. But right now, there is a link between them. That is a material link. That material link is called false ego. Between the soul and the body, there is a link called false ego. And that false ego is linking both of them. Actually, spirit and matter, they do not mix. If you take oil and water and put oil in the water, do they mix? They do not mix. Oil and water do not mix. Just like that, the spirit and matter, they do not mix. But still, in this material world, they are linked through false ego, ahankara. And that ahankara is making the soul think, you are the body. And the body has wife, children and all other things. So anytime when there is a push on the body, anything that happens to the body, there is a cut in the body, I feel very unhappy. I feel, the soul is feeling unhappy. But soul is not, not, not having the cut. The soul is not having the cut. Body is having the cut. But I get the pain because I am identifying I am the body. Just like that, you just imagine you have taken a nice brand new car. When you take a brand new car, I am associating with that car now. Bondage. When you are driving that car and somebody comes and hits that car and there is a dent, what happens to you? Actually nothing has happened to you. But you are totally morose and for a week you are constantly contemplating my god some that fellow I let me you know I find that person I'm not going to leave that person I will break his car not break his car I will break his head is it not how dare he did that to my car what happened a connection anything happens to the body or the objects of the body the soul is feeling the pleasure or displeasure. Now we have to break that link. If they had not, you know, held each other, we just pushed the body, nothing will happen to the soul. That is what 
yogis will do what the yogis are doing is internally the devotees are doing is they are detaching themselves from the body and when you are detached from the body from the senses from the mind from the intelligence anything happens to the mind intelligence senses you are not disturbed you are peaceful and that is when you start achieving true happiness that's why what's the session today achieving real happiness real happiness is possible with real identity right now i'm identifying with something that is body which is temporary when i identify myself as a soul that is my real identity with that real identity i get real happiness that is the difference that is the arjuna on the battlefield what is happening tam kripaya tata vishtam tata kripaya vishtam ashru purnakulekshanam arjuna is oh my grandfather my teacher my relatives and all of them he seeing and he became so anxious and his eyes are filled with tears you know eyes are filled with tears when eyes are filled with tears you cannot see clearly right that's why it is said in when in, there is a saying when you are when you are lamenting do not weep because you may miss an opportunity when you are lamenting do not weep because you may miss an opportunity so when so much of lamentation in arjuna's heart and eyes are filled with eyes he cannot see anything and then arjuna is saying karpanya dosho pahata swabaha prichami tvam dharma sammula chetaha what has happened sammula his consciousness is bewildered he is not able to analyze what is right what is wrong all my relatives are here all relatives are connected with the body how will i gain happiness how if i fight this war how will i be happy he is confused at that time yashrayasyan nishchitam when you have a problem and you go to a person for seeking some solution you will tell you give me definite answer please give me some definite solution and please solve my problem is it not nishchitam so arjuna is also asking nishchitam you give me some definite solution krishna so krishna is saying why should i give you solution you go to your guru you go to your guru why you are i am not your guru right i am your friend you go to vyasadev you go to your guru and you seek then arjuna is saying shishyasteham shadimam tvam prapannam oh krishna no 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 i'm not your friend now i have become your shishya now you please instruct me and give me the solution until then krishna also did not give him any solution we are all seeking happiness just like arjuna but we have problems just like arjuna sometimes problem with the relatives sometimes problems from our own bosses sometimes problem with our own body and mind is it not but we have to surrender unless and until arjuna surrendered to krishna krishna did not reveal bhagavad gita to same thing with us all if we want to get knowledge we have to surrender knowledge comes only when we surrender krishna says in the bhagavad gita tad vidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadekshanti te gnanam gnaninas tatvadarshina if you want to acquire knowledge tad vidhi pranipatena go and pay obeisances 
टू योर गुरु परिप्रश्न सेवया डोंट सिंपली एक्सेप्ट एनीबडी एज योर गुरु यू शुड परिप्रश्न यू शुड आस्क क्वेश्चन यू शुड आस्क डाउट ओनली वेन यू सैटिस्फाइड यू शुड एक्सेप्ट दैट पर्सन एज अ गुरु सेवया डू सेवा टू दैट पर्सन then that realized soul self realized soul will impart knowledge to you that is the secret of acquiring knowledge and knowledge gives us happiness but right now our focus is on the fruit we are so focused on the fruit that we have forgotten the branches we have forgotten the trees we have forgotten the forest it's all about my pleasure my pleasure means my hap- happiness is all related to my body and my family that's all nothing beyond that a very narrow vision we have happiness we you know that is scarcity mentality no i cannot give to anybody everything is mine you should have abundance mentality when you give you derive happiness when krishna saw krish arjuna crying like this he also felt compassionate and then he gave this knowledge to arjuna arjuna at that point is saying how can i enjoy how can i be happy when i can i kill all these people what is the use of the kingdom what is the use of the kingdom if i am killing all these relatives and i cannot enjoy with them later what is the point in having this kingdom is it not it's a true thing If all these beautiful houses are there and nobody, no family members are there, how can I enjoy? I really cannot enjoy with all this matter. No, not possible. How can I enjoy then? Give up what he could have given up the God. I mean, give up his desire to be. The God could have been given up if he could have given up the desire to be a king or of that Rajya. Yes. One more interesting point. Just because you said and mentioned this, many times people think that happiness is directly proportional to the positions that we have. I am a king. I am a king. I have a kingdom. I have a this thing. So the more number of positions you have, the more happy I am. That's why people are running into this rat race. Why? Because I want to acquire more, 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 more. Why? Because more the more I possess, it makes me more happiness. That is the understanding. There are another set of people who also think that no, happiness is inversely proportional to the possessions. The lesser you possess, the more happy you become. You should have very less. Then only you can be happy and you can enjoy. But Krishna is saying in the Bhagavad Gita, your happiness. is independent of your positions happiness has nothing to do with the positions you possess more or you possess less it doesn't matter happiness is a internal thing it is coming from the soul your possessions are nothing to do with less or more your happiness has nothing to do with less or more possessions no that is what krishna is that is why the knowledge of the bhagavad gita is revolutionary it gives completely new perspective to life it gives a new perspective to life your happiness is nothing to do with the positions there can be a very rich person but is detached is completely detached there can be a person who is very poor but is attached he has nothing but still he is attached to that one rupee 
but uh, there can be a rich person very rich person but is totally detached like rajarishis in earlier time they were rajarishis like prahlad maharaj bharat maharaj they were kings but at a certain time they could give up everything because they were detached doesn't mean that they were had they were poor or they didn't have strength and power no they had everything but they were detached so your happiness is nothing to do with the positions you can still be doing lot of work you can still be having a nice beautiful house you can still have a car you can still have a nice bungalow and everything but you can be detached but how to be detached there is a science it's a science to become happy we are constantly struggling i just want to show a nice uh, short video can you play that for the same video that is there Maybe you just have to press enter. I think that will be. I think the children can also come and they can enjoy. No, not this one. Not this one, man. It's the next one. Yeah, this one. Yeah, the struggle for existence. Struggle for existence. Ah yeah. Oh sorry unable to play the video. Okay. okay. You can escape. You can stop it. You can stop it. Okay, unfortunately the video is not playing it because it looks like some other format it is. It's okay. We'll continue with us. Please be seated. at this point let's discuss about uh, real happiness the nature of the soul in one of our earlier the very first session we discussed it is to search and to love two important things qualities of the soul because i want to be happy now i am not the body but i am the soul how do i enjoy the soul two things that we should always know about the soul the soul by nature has a constitutional nature what is the constitutional nature to serve and to love what are those two to serve to love just like fire fire has two properties one is to give light and one is to give heat have you seen any fire which does not give light and heat fire means there should be heat there should be light there is no fire existing there is no such fire which does not give heat and light because heat and light is an intrinsic and inseparable quality of the fire have you tasted sugar which is not sweet sugar means it should be sweet is there water which is not having liquidity liquidity is the intrinsic quality of the water 
so that is dharma the dharma of fire is to give heat and light the dharma of water is to be liquidity to be liquid the dharma of soul is to love and to serve to love and serve is the intrinsic and inseparable quality of the soul that is why if you carefully analyze each one of us we are serving another living entity and we are loving another living entity i am serving my children my husband husband is going out working outside and he is serving the children and the family the prime minister of india is also saying hum aapki seva mein hai and he is also serving the nation you see an engineer is also serving all of us a doctor is serving his patients each living entity even a dog in the home is also serving the master by protecting the home is it not so each living entity is actually serving another living entity honey bees they work so hard to gather that honey whom are they working they are also serving us silk worms we don't produce silk but the silk worms are actually working so hard and they produce silk they are also serving us right all the great rishis they are also serving us by giving us knowledge right cow also cow is every living entity you take they are serving another living entity so why because each living entity whether it is a pig or it is a crocodile or a mosquito or anything every living entity has this intrinsic quality to serve another living entity to love you take a dog you take a you know crocodile you take any ferocious lion even the lion is loving its cubs is it not so the loving tendency and serving tendency is there but right now where is our service directed and where is our love directed our service is directed to our own body our own family members and extended family members whose nation everything related to the body is it not and we are also loving but our loving is what to our family loving my own body is it not but everything is temporary no matter how much i love my family members one day i have to leave them or they will leave me is it not so my love is getting my propensity to love is blocked it is not continuous it's not con- non continuous so i have to solve this problem as a soul i have to solve this problem and krishna is saying you can solve this problem how one thing is the very simple way is to start chanting hare krishna each one of us the best service that we can do is service through our tongue start using your tongue in the service of the lord hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare what am i doing using my tongue the best way for all the grahasthas we are all grahasthas right we cannot go to the forest and do meditation now we are all grahasthas so we need something which is practical how every day we are cooking every day we are eating can we spiritualize our cooking it's possible very simple everything that i cook can i offer to the lord first that becomes devotional service that becomes yoga cooking becomes a yoga for you 
every day i am speaking so many nonsense things can i speak about the lord can i chant a little bit of hari krishna mantra possible my eyes the same eyes which can give me distress can also give me pleasure what's nice beautiful form of the lord is it not nice we listen nice lectures like this gain knowledge spiritual knowledge you are using your ears so using all your senses in devotional service is getting purified and it is helping the soul to progress more and more more and more and by doing so your senses getting purified your eyes are getting purified your body is getting purified when you take an iron rod and keep it in the fire and then you take that iron rod and touch anything it will burn iron rod is not fire but when you keep that iron rod in fire it will acquire the qualities of the fire is it not constant association it acts like fire similarly our body is matter our body is actually matter but my body when i use it in devotional service in the service of the supreme spirit what happens i am spiritualizing my body and then i become spiritual it's very easy the process is telling kali yuga is very 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 easy whatever you are already doing spiritualize it simple process that's why association is important why all this uh, every weekly meeting do we have okay some people may say okay i will i will listen it in youtube i will listen it in, listen it in soundcloud all that is fine it is good but when you actually personally come sit in an association of devotees it has a different effect altogether iska jo effect hai wo effect humko youtube aur soundcloud se nahi milega it is not possible because this has a different vibration altogether that is why we request but people are too busy to be happy they don't want to be happy looks like that they're so busy that no i don't want to be happy because no i have this problem that problem i have to do this i have to do that you know everybody has some things but in spite of that if you truly want to be really happy in a week two hours two hours can i not spend for my own true happiness real happiness i should no matter what i should not compromise on this particular thing irrespective of what the roles and responsibilities but for my own happiness i should give to us and we should gather like this and discuss some important aspects and the science of being happy so association really matters association is so wonderful sadhu sang sadhu sang sarva shastra kahe lava matra sadhu sang sarva siddhi just lava matra sadhu sang what is lava 1 by 14th of a second is lava 1 by 14th of a second even that moment if you can associate with a pure devotee an association of a devotee your life is successful what is satsang that is what is satsang that is why we have to meet like this and discuss topic when you are associating with happy people you will be happy but if you are already associating with people who are so depressed your energy goes into making them happy but i also i would have to gain some energy from right source right to be happy associate with happy people and devotees are happy because brahma bhuta prasanna atman they are constantly glorifying the lord they are so happy internally that vibration touches others so if you become a devotee your positive consciousness also starts 
एफेक्टिंग अदर्स इन फैमिली दैट इज वॉट एपन्स टूडे आपको लग रहा है कि वो एक सत्संग हो रहा है बट बिकॉज यू ऑर्गेनाइज दिस इवेंट टूडे भवी माता जी एंड दिनेश जी हैज गिवन दिस प्लेस वॉट एज हैपन टूडे दिस होम इन वन वे हैज बिकम अ स्पिरिचुअल प्लेस वाई द वाइब्रेशन हैव चेंज एज अ गृहस्थ you could not go to the temple but at least this you created an atmosphere right same thing is happening with shishuma mata ji with uh, uh, uh shivani mata ji also how because by this creating an atmosphere at home i am getting spiritualized my family is getting spiritualized it's easy it's simple we don't have to go to forest to become happy any questions Sixth sense is the mind. Seventh sense is the intelligence. Eighth sense is the false ego. So these five senses—eyes, ears, nose, touch—these are gross senses. Subtle senses are shukshma, shukshma shadi rights part. Shukshma senses are mind, intelligence, and false ego. Something which you cannot see but they exist. But my eyes, nose, I can see. These are gross. So subtle is something which I cannot see. But they exist. So sixth, seventh, and eighth. That is the challenge now. He said no. I have responsibility and uh, all the children's everything. So that is correct, or because I believe that. So I I always uh, believe that during time ten to fifteen minutes daily, morning after taking uh, bath. Yeah. So I used to say I call Papa only. This much time only I can do it. So because you have given, I didn't need it. यू True happiness, complete happiness. That is what I mentioned. So I didn't mention that uh, you asked me now uh, when you feel happy. Yeah. I said whenever. That's what I'm saying. There is absolutely we cannot deny that there is no happiness when I'm doing my service. But five paise worth, ten paise worth, it's giving me happiness. Bagheer also also is happy because he has some money. But am I really looking for this level of happiness as a soul? When I have an access, Ramante Yogi no Nante, I can have an access to unlimited happiness. Why am I 
stuck with this limited happiness why now if i want to achieve that unlimited happiness does it mean that i should give up my roles and responsibilities no that is why it's a science you do your roles and responsibility but can you spiritualize that that's what i'm saying that's like cooking at home is a role and responsibility it's a responsibility of cooking at home can you spiritualize your cooking when you are talking to your family members can you have a nice spiritual discussion at home instead of watching this tv who is completely junk and actually it is forming our perceptions just like education is forming perception this tv has one which has come into 1980s or something like that and has spoiled all of us we are can we spiritualize instead of watching tv can we spiritualize watching so something which is spiritual yeah. yeah can we spiritualize that yes which we can if any activity all your role, role and responsibilities can be spiritualized each and every role and responsibility like right from cooking to eating why should i eat something simply outside can i offer to the lord and eat swandi prasadam possible your ears everything that you do you tell me one thing that you are doing and we can i'll we can help you in spiritualizing that particular aspect krishna like krishna says What we all are doing, it is correct. Or otherwise, we want to go like yogi type. No, yeah. that is not possible. Okay, that, that is, is one, one possibility. Not possible. The other one. See, yeah, that's why I'm saying we cannot. You, we can become Because yogi. Because you ask me a question, no, I'm not happy. This, this is very happy. That's why I'm happy. Okay, but it is not. See, that's not really all happiness. Is what? How are we are? I'm getting happy uh, from my family. kids and uh, whatever it is i get so many leelas everybody is uh, leelas is happening in our uh, life through the god and we are feeling something is happening amazing that also i feel um, uh, so it was oh, i am only getting this it was very happy i feel very happy after that one by one mujhe to doubt aa humko ye family mein follow karna hai otherwise or ये जो डाउट आया है ना आपको माता जी ये बहुत अच्छा है क्योंकि जो इंदिरा है ना इंदिरा को डाउट भी नहीं आया उसको लगा कि ऑल दिस इज फाइन आई एम पिग माई फैमिली इज पिग एंड आई एम एंजॉइंग बट दिस डाउट शुड कम बिकॉज ओनली वन दिस डाउट कम्स अता तो ब्रह्म जिज्ञासा या जब वो डाउट आएगा तभी लगेगा कि यस मैं इतना स्ट्रगल कर रहा हूँ टू बी हैप्पी आई एम नॉट हैप्पी Then what should I do? I think this is Inquisible. the starting phase of yeah. that. That doubt, जो आपने बोला ना वो doubt is necessary. Not everybody gets that doubt because they are complacent with like Indra is said. He was very complacent. He didn't even think that what I am getting yes. is not right. Like you are not sure that what you are doing is real happy because you are saying I am doing, but I don't think I am really yeah. happy by doing that. Some player actually uh, not got something is uh, written or mentioned. भगवदगीता कर्मण्यवादी का रस्ते महाफलेश्वर कदाचना 
Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, you should perform your duties, but do not get attached to the results of your duties. Actually, uh, this is a very beautiful topic. Work is workship. <laughs> But we will discuss this in a very nice systematic way as we progress because it needs a certain context. See, when we explain with that context, then we will be able to understand that nicely. But as of now, you tell me one thing. After discussing all this, can we all become yogis or no? Can we all become yogis? But we cannot go to the forest. Yogi doesn't mean externals. Yogi means right here, now. With whatever you are doing, you can become a yogi. Karma yogi. Actually, bhakti yogi. Everything. Because Krishna, many people, many spiritual institutions, they promote one thing. What is that? Many people say that you can gain happiness when you go beyond the body, when you go beyond the mind, when you gain happiness at the level of spirit. It is true. But that is not complete. Happiness, thinking that I am self-realized, yes, I am the soul, it gives a lot of happiness, that is called Brahmananda. But true happiness comes only when you connect yourself with Krishna. Soul is there and Paramatma is there. There is Atma and Paramatma. As long as you are not connected with Paramatma Krishna, there cannot be true and complete happiness. It's not possible. Service and love. To serve and love. But whom to serve? We have to serve the Lord. We have to love the Lord. That is now misdirected to so many other things. We are serving, we are loving, but it is misdirected. By working, we should remember. Yes. Krishna says, Man mana bhava mad bhakto madhyaji maam namaskuru. Yes, he says that. Maam anaspara yudhyacha. You fight Arjuna. Arjuna is a yogi on the battlefield. On the battlefield, he is actually practicing bhakti yoga. He is a bhakti yogi and by fighting and killing people, he is performing bhakti because he is doing that killing on the orders of Krishna. That killing also becomes bhakti when it is actually a dharma yudha, which is sanctioned by Krishna. Is it not? So when I can cook at home for Krishna because Krishna is telling you can offer me something. Patram, pushvam, valam, toyam, yome bhaktya prayachati. You don't have to make paneer masala, nothing. You just offer me one leaf. You water, patram, pushpam, flower, phalam, fruit. I will be happy. No need of anything. So, we can all be yogis sitting at our home. But, we have to learn the technique now. But that technique, you should come regularly. Even it is offered with love. Yeah, yes, blended with spirituality. You should come. I said that we have organized it at home, so we are here. Next time, no, why should I go to see blog? <laughs> no, I am just saying. We should all get together and we should meet once in a week and give ourselves two hours. It's important. Your bhakti yoga will begin like this. Yes. Uh, so once you uh, what is that? Uh, what is that? Uh, Mr. 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 M
आपको गुरु द्रोणाचार्य से आप रेफर कर रहे हो गुरु कौन है दैत्य गुरु शुक्राचार्य जब वामन देव आए वामन देव इज आस्किंग फॉर थ्री स्टेप्स फ्रॉम बली महाराज एंड शुक्राचार्य नो 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 बली महाराज डोंट गिव इम थ्री स्टेप्स ही इज नॉट विष्णु इज कम टू चीज यूल टेक एवरीथिंग आपका पूरा प्रॉपर्टी ले लेगा बट देर बली महाराज से इफ इज विष्णु देन आई विल गिव एवरीथिंग टू हिम आई विल नॉट लिसन टू यू शुक्राचार्य बिकॉज यू आर डिविएटिंग मी ऑल throughout you said that i should offer everything to vishnu now when vishnu himself is come you are telling not to give i will reject you so we can reject a guru when he is taking you away from right a guru is only one who actually shows you the path towards god that's why i do oh,